Hey everyone, I just wanted to let you know up front that Steven Trollinger unfortunately is not in today's episode. He has abandoned us uh, because he is currently very busy starring in a show here in New York City at Theater 80 St. Mark's called In Love with the Arrow Collar Man, which you should totally check out because I'm totally going to check it out. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but I'm going to see it, I think, on December 1st, so you should come that day. I'll save you a seat. Uh, if you want to find out more information about the show, you can just go onto Facebook, search for In Love with the Arrow Collar Man, and links for tickets, for directions, all that fun stuff are right there. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and see it. Support the arts, for God's sake. Uh, and with that, on to Black Metal. A dissection is imperative. You, uh, are you nervous that, uh, that we might be going to war? Going to war with who? With, uh, with uh, North Korea? With, uh, Russia? Nah, man. <laughs> Wait, so if you had to, if you had to say what is war, what would you say the one thing is that is unquestionably war? Unquestionably? Unquestionably war. Some people say hell, Nick, but I think we all know it's Black, Black Metal! Metal! <laughs> What a wonderfully spontaneous moment. Uh, welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. And I'm Mike Russell. Yes, and I'm so excited for today because we are going to be discussing good old black metal. Oh, one of Nick's favorite hundred genres of metal in general. Hey, don't you... Fuck you with that tone, okay? There are there are hundreds of distinct subgenres of metal. Just within black metal, you've got your classic straight-up Norwegian black metal. You've got symphonic black metal. You've got atmospheric black metal. You've got depressive black metal. I'm sorry, you've got at, black and at, atmospheric. Can we go over that? Is that nature sounds yelling at me? Is that what that is? is... Not too far off, actually. There is at there. there uh, no, I saw a concert uh, by this band, amazing band called Wolves in the Throne Room. Uh, they are from Washington State. And when I saw them live, what they did was before the show started, some member of the crew went onto the stage with like either incense or like a little bit of like a pine tree. And they uh, they had it lit, like they lit a little flame on it. So it started smoking and the incense started going out. And they just walked around for like the first five, ten minutes and blew the smell. So it smelled like you, it smelled like you were in a forest. Oh my And then the band comes up and they have the lights in the background set up to just look like tree branches <laughs> like at night. And then they come up and they do their black metal and it was it was a fantastic show. Oh my you know So that is what uh atmospheric black metal would be. You know, metal is just is just <laughs> it's just a few angry growls away from like a hippie convention. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like uh, every music video you watch they're out in the woods. Yes, they're, they're all in the woods I somewhere. I gave Mike Russell a crash course on black metal before we started. I showed him some old classic videos from um, Emperor and Immortal and just really any video where they're just a bunch of grumpy 20-year-olds running around in the woods. <laughs> grumpy is such a great word for it. Because well, they look so grumpy. They're all, they're all just... Such the, everyone in black metal just seems like, like, like... I don't know. They're just so bummed about everything. Because the world is just not true cult enough. <laughs> not true cult. Yes. With a V. I like how it's yes. with a V. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, Black metal is definitely one of the most notorious uh, subgenres of metal because black metal has a very colorful history, a history filled with murder, cannibalism, church burnings, torture, and many, many unintentionally hilarious music videos. 
<laughs> that might be its most enduring legacy. That's what, that's what makes people like, ah, oh, hits them right here in the soft spot, you know? <laughs> well, no, there are, I mean, there are, there are giants in the black metal community, in the black metal subgenre. Because uh, black metal started, there was the first wave of black metal, which doesn't really sound like what I was showing you earlier. Uh, bands like Venom uh, from the UK, Merciful Fate, uh, Bathory, they just kind of like sounded like they had like they, they incorporated the aesthetics of like evil and Satan and all that stuff. Um, but it really wasn't until uh, the late 80s, early 90s in Norway when Norwegian black metal became a thing. The Norwegians really took this. Oh, they took this uh, they, genre, they, subgenre into a... escalation is the only way to phrase it because um because they're going up in the mountains so they had to take it up a notch right is that esca- oh. they geographically oh, escalated it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god uh, or oh my Satan um, <laughs> but essentially like the first wave of black metal incorporated like satanic themes as like. A theatrical aspect. Uh, it wasn't until Norwegian black metal became a thing that there became like a philosophical and then criminal kind of element to it. Now, as I, as as uh, Mike said before, I'm a very big fan of black metal. Like 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 the old uh, Emperor, Immortal, and like current bands like Watain, Like I love. Uh, they're they're <laughs> most most of them take themselves too seriously and uh, and are. The music and videos are like cuckoo bananas, but I love it. Cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. That's that's the only way to describe uh, black metal. I am sure those bands would be thrilled to be referred to as cuckoo bananas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Such a metal, a metal. We, we are too cult cuckoo bananas. But now I mentioned all these like uh, titans of black metal, but what we're talking about today is not necessarily one of the more well-known black metal bands. It is a band called Nargoroth, and they're not from uh, Sweden or Norway, where most, most black metal tends to come from. Uh, it is a one-man band from Germany, and the sole member is Rene Kahnwolf slash Ash Wagner. Now, this song is kind of infamous. Uh... Mike, you, you heard a little bit of it for I the first time. I think it's Craig. <laughs> you think it's Craig? <laughs> yeah. Funny you mention that, because the song is called Black Metal is Craig, and it goes a little bit like this. That's a little bit of Black Metal ist Krieg, which is uh, German for Black Metal is War. I already know my parody version of this song, dude. Which is? Uh, Black Metal is Krieg. You know, try to, you know to get in with the kids. You know? Yeah. Got to appeal to the hipster generation. Black Metal's just Black cray. Metal is touts Krieg Krieg. <laughs> it's Krieg Krieg. <laughs> yeah, and don't, don't be alarmed uh, that the song is in German. Uh, because, well, A, you can't understand a fucking word he's saying, and B, the lyrical uh, breadth of the song is fairly limited in the sense that 99% of the lyrics are Black Metal ist Craig screamed over and over and over and over again. Now, there are many insane stories involving Norwegian black metal musicians, and while Nargoroth himself is fairly low-key, I do want to give just a brief overview of one band in particular, so that when Nargoroth tells you how war black metal is, you kind of know where he's coming from. Uh, And that band is called Mayhem. 
Now, I'm just going to give you the briefest highlights of the band, but they are definitely worth researching more fully if you want to hear all the gritty details about all the insanity that they did, because holy shit, <laughs> yeah. the very truncated version of this is Mayhem had a vocalist whose stage name was Dead. And what Dead liked to do was uh, bury... Dead. His, yeah, his name was Dead. His stage name was Dead. Uh, you'll know, I don't want to spoil what happens to him. But uh, <laughs> he would... Uh, the vocals of this band, Mayhem, he would bury his clothes in the ground before concerts that when he was wearing it, he would feel more like a corpse. Uh, he found a dead bird once and he would kept it in a bag and he would inhale it so he would be able to sing with quote the stench of death in his nostrils uh and it was by all intents and purposes a fairly um depressed person he would cut himself on stage and like bleed out while he's performing um you know <clears throat> you know you were saying earlier about the the atmospheric uh you know stylings of black metal and i was it feels like he truly was embracing all five senses he wanted to smell the death. He wanted to feel the death. He wanted to, you know, like uh, taste the death. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, and they would throw pig <laughs> severed pigs' heads into the audience. Oh, it was a lovely time. Lovely. They're just letting you get in the full experience of this metal. In a weird way, there is artistic integrity to that. He's a he's a method man. Well, he embraced the method a little bit too much because what ended up happening was. Uh, the vocals of this band committed suicide by shotgun. He shot himself in the head, left a suicide note that said, sorry for the mess, cheers. Ha! And, uh, <laughs> oh, cheers! Oh, you know he would have wanted to have a beer after the show. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think he really thought it out. I think... No! <laughs> no! I mean, that alone would be a controversial, weird story for a band. But they were just getting started. After Dead kills himself. After Dead is dead. The guitarist slash songwriter of the band, who went by the stage name Euronymous, discovers the body. And rather than immediately calling the cops like any normal person would do, he goes back into town, he buys a disposable camera, he returns back to the house where Dead killed himself, he takes pictures of the body, allegedly, allegedly, ate chunks of Dead's brain, and then collected chunks of his skull and mailed them to other bands that he deemed quote-unquote worthy within the tight-knit, burgeoning black metal scene. And some of these bands later on did confirm that, yes, they did receive a chunk of dead skull. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, oh man, I uh, I just got some mail, dude. I just got some mail. Oh, yeah, who's it from? Oh, it's, uh, you remember when we ran out of those guys Oh, last yeah, they month? seem great. They were cool, right? Yeah, yeah. What the? Oh. Dude, I, it's like a bone fragment. Wow. What do I do with this? What do you think you're doing? What do you, yeah. <laughs> do you, do do you, you write make a, do it into you, a paperweight? Do you write a lovely thank you note back? What do you write when someone mails you a piece of someone else's skull? What, what, is, the, what is the Hallmark card for that? <laughs> Here's to getting ahead in life. Stop. <laughs> I really want to make black metal Hallmark cards now. <laughs> oh my, yo, Nick, you got it. You got it. It's uh. I think you just found My it. love burns for you like a thousand churches. Hail Satan, love grandma. <laughs> grandma East also Krieg. And this is just what, like, black metal is rife with crazy stories. But, like, just this one example. Okay, I'll, I'll speed along because we have to get to Nargoroth. But, uh, now keep in mind, while all, the, while all this murdery stuff is happening with mayhem, the church burnings began in Norway. So what happened was many churches in Norway, starting with Fantoft Church in 1992, began being burned down by black metal musicians. Their 
and I'm throwing up huge air quotes for this, their philosophical reason for this being that it was revenge against the Christians who had invaded their homelands hundreds of years ago and had, from their perspective, desecrated ancient sites of importance to Vikings and early Nordic people. Essentially that Christians destroyed the original Nordic culture and that they were just striking back. Now note, it had nothing to do with Satan. It was just pro-Nordic slash pagan anti-Christian. No right. Satan. Though. So anti-Christian, not Satan. Well, dude, but you know what? Maybe they... So do you Do you think? Do you think yes. they brought in this whole satanic stuff, not because they really dig Satan, but because the Christians hate Satan so much? So here's the interest, interesting uh, story on that. This news didn't really make it to America, but it was all over in uh, Norway and Scandinavia in general. And the media made it like it's Satanists burning down the churches. So the media almost like kind of projected the Satanism onto the scene, which by their own self-identification didn't really want it to be about Satan. Yeah, they're just like, we we hate these people. Yes. We hate these churches up on our stuff. Yes. We hate what happened. Yeah. And we're, uh, we're just going to start burning it down. So Euronymous, that uh, guitarist, he got murdered. He got murdered by the bass player of Mayhem, which was a gentleman named uh, Vardik Vikernes, or better known by his stage name as Count Grishnacht. So the lead singer has blown his own head off. The drummer ate part. The guitarist. Oh, the guitarist. The guitarist ate part of the brain, mailed out the fragments, yeah. and then was murdered by the bass player. Seems like this band had a lot of like interpersonal issues I think they so. needed to work out. I, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the bass player had his own project called Burzum, which is another very like important band in establishing what black metal sounds like. But Varg Vikernes, holy crap, he's such a clown. He uh, he ended up getting sentenced to 20 years in prison for the murder of Euronymous, served that sentence, but while he was still in jail, he was released on some kind of, it was like a parole, I think, uh, where he was temporarily released, but he didn't go back when he was supposed to, and he was caught attempting to escape in a vehicle that he had loaded up with all sorts of illegal weapons and firearms, <laughs> which then uh, got him sent back to jail, but he was finally completely released from jail in 2009, and he is currently an insufferable YouTuber with hundreds, if not thousands, of videos that he's already posted, and he also has his own D&D-style role-playing game. So, so, this... <laughs> This this black metal bassist murderer <laughs> gets out of jail. Yeah, on not even out out, but on parole, breaks the law again in a crazy weapons stolen vehicle. Yep. and now he's a YouTuber. Yeah, it's just a funny. And he posts like every day. He's got like hundreds, if not thousands, of videos. And they're all insufferable. He's, he might be my new favorite person. <laughs> this is great. Oh no! You start hearing you start hearing uh, like the, his whole stuff about the purity of like preserving white. Okay, and, so he's, yeah. he's an awful. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty awful because well, he like murdered a pretty awful person. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess I shouldn't judge someone from eating their friend's brains if they thought that's what their friend wanted. Do you think that's what Dead wanted? I feel like that might be what Dead wanted. You know what? Of all people, maybe he would be the one who who wouldn't mind. He was jealous, Nick. Obviously jealous of the connection those two had. That's what I've concluded. That's why he murdered him. No doubt about it. No doubt. It's a the proof. I've heard the Sparknotes version of this right now, but I can tell you for a fact what happened. The proof's in the brain pudding, Nick. <laughs> 
No, but I would recommend it. Like, it's a fascinating subject. There's a really great book called Lords of Chaos that was written on it. There's like tons of documentaries on YouTube. And just watching like interviews with Varg is also very interesting. But this is just to give you an overview. This was the foundation of black metal. And there were other bands where members murdered. I mean, there's several instances of like black metal musicians murdering like gay men and going to jail. There's instances of like attempted torture and actual torture. Um, and there's several suicides. But now getting back to Nargoroth, because Nargoroth, like I said, is not necessarily as well known of a musician. He's known in like the most elite of black metal circles. But uh, a lot of his music actually is like specifically talking about like he wrote a song called The Day Burzum Killed Mayhem. Like he actually wrote a black metal song that was a history of Varg Vikernes killing Euronymous. <laughs> How do you how do you scream a history lesson? <laughs> I mean, how do you growl and scream? And so everyone's getting it. I, you know, what if you're educating some people? <laughs> this is a song about the John F. Kennedy Nixon election. <laughs> you see, Nixon wasn't that great on film. <laughs> Nixon wasn't that great on film. You're right, though. But on that sa- the same album where that song was featured, uh, the song Black Metal is Krieg was also featured. Now, I already mentioned the lack of se- the lack of um, fun, basically, most black metal musicians have. But the sense of self-importance for a lot of them is just so insufferable. Like, I, I-, I was looking up interviews for Nargoroth, and I stumbled upon this one interview where he talks about the album that uh, Black Metalist Krieg came from. And uh, Mike's just going to read you a little bit of it in the only voice. I know he's German, but this is the only voice like I think we could imagine him uh, saying it in. The Nargoroth album presented here is not a concept album in the manner of Orc or Herbstalid, but considering the points mentioned above, the songs are of one complete element in the sense that we, they are all based upon varied dimensions and a consequence of extremes in diversity. You see, this CD contains 10 songs all independent of one another, be it through differences in style, sound, conception, or substance. The, the, the creation was motivated upon the most differing foundations, uh, political, historical, through far-reaching emotions of light and deprivation. I, I could have developed these songs for use in a side project, but I loathe this kind of behavior. Well, what arises from my will is consequently bound to my persona and identity. Because to me, Nagaroth is not a band's, but rather a zenith of existence. I, I cannot just set it down and don a new skin. No, no. There will be a... There will also be uh, future expressions of my persona that could not be more different and outlandish. On the whole, I am, for I am in Nargoroth, as Nargoroth is in me. And there's no compromise. <laughs> and all that is in reference to this. <laughs> Oh, 
So if you if you're not noticing here is that is that Craig, you know, the war and and that black metal itself is, is Craig. War. It's Craig. Could you imagine having a conversation <laughs> with this guy? Like, uh, oh my god. And you're like, wait, the, the, wait this song? The, the, yeah. Black <laughs> metalist guy. Black fucking metalist crack. <laughs> And just and before we dive back fully into the songs, just want to think. There's another song uh, that was on that album that the title caught my eye, and I did a little bit of research on it. So there, one of one of the uh, pioneering black metal bands was a band called Immortal, and they're fantastic. They had a drummer, Eric, and I'm going to butcher his last name. I apologize. Broadeskift. Uh, oh, was that the was dr- nice. That was nice. Thank you, thank you. He was the drummer for Immortal from 1993 to 1997, and he committed suicide in 1999 by a drug overdose. So it was very, it was very sad. And um, Nargaroth was apparently a fan of his, really appreciated his work. So he did a song. He wrote a song on this album as a tribute to this uh, deceased drummer who was very influential in black metal. Now, <laughs> yeah. when you when you want to write a tribute uh, to someone who has died, maybe you embrace a religious angle where you say, you know, like to the family of the deceased, you know, he's gone to a better place. But if you're true cult black metal what do you think is the way that you would express your condolences or a way to say you know may he rest in peace well you know these <laughs> these black metal uh culture here it's it's something a little perhaps a little darker you know? little, a little darker so the song that is a dedication to this dead black metal drummer uh to eric broadskift is called eric may you rape the angels that is his touching tribute. Oh, the touching. Tr- May you. Oh. I imagine when he gets up, you know, it's the funeral, and he's walking up to the front. Now, what's this guy's name? He's uh, the uh, guy that died. Which guy? The guy that died. Oh, Eric. Eric Brodskift. Brodskift. He's like, oh, hi, hey, everyone. Hey, yeah, I know it's a sad day here. We're all here today. Eric, our man. Uh, great Granny Brodskift. How's it going? Yeah. All right. Just, uh. About to start off this song, a little tribute I wrote. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but that's interesting because it's implying that he went to heaven. <laughs> yeah, so this, al- this album had quite a few hits. You had uh, Black Metalist Krieg. You had uh, Eric, you raped the angels. And had like another song called Possessed by Pure Fucking Black Metal. Not just any black metal. Pure fucking black metal. Pure fu- which is another subgenre I'm learning about. It is. It is. Yes. Does atmospheric black metal, symphonic black metal, pure fucking black metal. That's what you put on in the bedroom when it's, uh, you know, time to get romantic. <laughs> the four words to any woman's heart. Black metalist creek. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine setting the mood lighting? You know, you're lighting some candles. You know, hey, baby, I know you had a long day at work and I want to treat you special tonight. I got a little something for you. You hit the button on your remote to play speakers. You embrace, you get close for a kiss, and then. <laughs> All right, so we've been playing a little bit of the song, but once again, it doesn't really matter where you start in it. Well, because he says the same thing for the whole song. Well, here's the thing: I'm gonna play. We're, we're about to play. I'm gonna play like 30 uninterrupted seconds of this song, just so you don't think I'm constantly starting at the beginning of the song and just playing the same part over and over again. We are, you know, maybe a minute or so into it. Just listen from here on out. 
really hardcore guy whose name is Craig. Black metal is Craig. Craig. Craig from accounting. Everyone thinks I'm saying war, but I just need, I'm trying to give Craig. my buddy Craig. I'm his wingman. I, t- I told him to tell the ladies I'm going to make a song about him that he can. <laughs> he just died recently and I wrote a, 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 a tribute to him called Craig May You Skull Fuck the Cherubs. I can play it for you now. <laughs> But yeah, just in case you've had trouble hearing the lyrics to this song. So far, the lyrics that you've heard is uh, translated into English. Black metal is war. Black metal is war. Black fucking metal is war. Black. Black metal is war. Black fucking metal is war. Black metal is war. Black. Black metal is war. You wanker. It's war. Black metal. <laughs> I actually translated that. Vika, uh, I think. It's like W-I-C-H-E-R. Oh, yeah, that's where it gets mixed up a bit. You're like, ooh, ooh. And yeah. then you hear Craig and you're like, oh, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> you just <laughs> fought into a pattern. Okay, I get it. Black metal is Craig. And, uh, and then he throws an Ichvika. Ichvika. No, shit. Oh, he oh, just wow. called me a wanker. Called me a wanker. <laughs> right. Black. Black metal is war. Oh, yeah. Black. Black metal is war. Black metal is war. Black. Black metal is war. Fuck. Black metal is... Wait. Fuck. Metal is at war? I think he shook it up there. Black metal. <laughs> Let's see what happens next. Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did the song live in one take. It's just black, <gasps> black, <gasps> metalist, Craig, <gasps> black, fuck. <laughs> but you know, it's a one-man project. He, he played all these instruments. Did the drums, he did the bass, he did the guitar, and then hit a switch that made them all blur together so you can't hear a single individual note or chord. Which is the only way it can be true cult black metal. That's true cult! It has to sound like it was recorded in a garbage can in the middle of a Norwegian fjord at the height of winter under a full moon. If it was not made in those exact circumstances, it is not true black metal. I'm just picturing him, like, on top of, like, a mountain, surrounded by trees. It's snow everywhere. He's got he's got a freaking trash can and, like, a, like a shitty bass drum with two pedals on it, trying to play the guitar. Oh, all at the same time? <laughs> yeah, he's just... He's ah! like the Bob Dylan of black metal. Instead of, like, a harmonica, he's got, like, a, he's got, like, a mic attached to his drums, and he's just got, like, a double bass pedal. Black! Black metal is It's like confused squirrels watching him. <laughs> He had the lyric sheet and it blew away. And he had, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fill five minutes. Uh, oh, well, I remember one part. All right, <laughs> I got the first line down. That was good stuff. I can keep it going. I'll just uh, fuck. Uh, metal is great. <laughs> I really want the audience to understand one important part. 
because there's a lot of people saying that black metal is a lot of different things. And I want to let them know black metal is one thing. It's one thing. My mother always say. <laughs> my mother always said. Uh, less is more. Less is more. And I take it to the, I take it to the, the extreme. Right. Hey now. Hey, wait a second. Black, Black Meadows Krieg, fuck you, ah, is what he just said. <laughs> Just in case, like, that's for all the people whose, like, brain shut off two and a half minutes yeah. in, and they're like, oh, man, he's, I don't know, I don't he's know. really hammering that same I point home. And then, fuck you, he's like, whoa, snap out whoa. of it. I'm not trance anymore. Some- <laughs> More songs need that. More songs need the vocalist to just yell, fuck you, at the audience every so often. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh, what, why? What's wrong? Black metal's yeah. war. Oh, oh, I didn't forget, man. All right, come on. Or maybe he was just, you know, he's in the woods. He's playing three instruments at the same time. He's getting frustrated. Maybe that wasn't towards anyone in general. He's like, ah, black metal, oh, fuck you. Black metal is crazy. That's when, that's when the, like, like a bird shit on his head <laughs> while he's at that. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Maybe that's how corpse paint got started. The white just kind of, like the white bird shit just kind of spread down his face. And he was really tired, so his eyes were kind of dark. Yeah. That was the first corpse paint. That was... <laughs> was bird shit and exhaustion. <laughs> bird shit and exhaustion. <laughs> He, like, walks into work before he could shower. He's like, oh, oh man, you look like a corpse. It's like, yeah, I'm covered in... Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Just imagine him walking into, like, a white-collar office job after recording this song at night. Whoa, Renee Cunwolf slash Ash Wagner. You look tired. Fuck you! <laughs> Somebody forgot their cup of coffee this morning. Yo. And then he has a PowerPoint presentation ready for that meeting. And every single slide of his presentation about the quarterly budget just says Black Metal is great. He hits the next slide. Black Metal is great. It's the next slide. Fuck you. Next slide. Black Metal is great. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Renee isn't so skilled with the PowerPoint, but the message. Yes. They hammered home. He is I'll right t- on point with that branding. You got the promotion. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wonder if that's the only thing. He, imagine if he, could, he had to live his life, and those were the only. That was the only thing he could say. He was like a Pokemon who can only say its name. He can only say "Black Metalist Craig" and "Fuck You" with like different kinds of inflection. <laughs> yeah, because that's when he mixes it up. When he just goes "Black Black Metalist Craig," <laughs> Craig is black metal. <laughs> He just came from prom, you know. He's at makeout point with his date. They're looking up at the stars. It's beautiful. They're seeing the northern lights, obviously, because they're in Norway. And uh, and she says, "You know, you know, Renee, I, ha- I had a really good time. Uh, uh, is, is 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 there anything is there anything you want to say to me now that we're here alone together?" <laughs> You're so right. It is black metal. It is Craig. I can imagine. <laughs> you remember logic, <laughs> like the like in math class. Logic. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, if this is this, then this yeah. is yeah. this, then that yes. must be. If this, then this. If this, then this. So I wonder if, like, <laughs> in his high school, he's got a quirky like improv teacher who's like, all right, you know what, folks, we're gonna we're gonna mess around with X and Y here, okay? So just someone shout out, shout out a a suggestion, okay? What's X? What's X? Black metal, black black metal, oh, black metal, or black metal, or black metal. Okay, okay. Right, what's Y? What's Y? Okay, what's Y? What's... 
Greg, Greg, okay, Greg, okay. So everyone, I want, I really don't want. You, it's gonna be on the. It's gonna be on the final. Okay, okay. So if black metal is, so if Greg is black metal, what does that mean? Black metal is anyone, anyone in the class? Greg. That's right. Black metal is Craig. Okay. Remember this for the rest of your lives, folks. You're going to be using this in 10 years when you leave high school and college, okay? And then he goes to English <laughs> class. So in J.D. Salinger's The Catcher on the Rye, what do you think the rye is a metaphor for? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Gargaroth. <laughs> black metal! <laughs> okay, so if the catcher is black metal, good. I, I like where you're going with this. You're really thinking. If the catcher is black metal, what is the rye? Craig! <laughs> Catcher, Rye, Black Metal, Craig, Nargaroth, you beautiful student, you've done it. You've figured out what J.D. Salinger's Eternal Text is really about. Fuck you! <laughs> you want to hear a little bit more? Yes. I wonder if he'll shake it up. So that's him when he's introducing his friend. He just said, this is Craig! <laughs> Man, Renee, I'm real nervous. I don't, I don't know if I could walk over and chat with these ladies, man. I don't know. You think you'd come over with me and introduce me? All right. Black metal. <laughs> oh, thanks, Renee. All right, all right. Just, just you know, you know what to say. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, ladies. Oh, oh hi, 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 you boys. What's your name? Yeah, hi, I'm Craig. It's, uh, oh, it's hi, nice, Craig. It's nice, hi, it's nice to meet you. Nice I'll tell you, Renee here, he's a, he's a real character. <laughs> he's just pouting in the corner with his corpse paint. I want to see a sitcom called Black Metal Wingman. <laughs> just go to different bars with, with Nargaroth as like the worst slash best wingman ever. Because all I can say is Black Metal is Craig. And fuck you, and this is Craig. <laughs> this is Craig. You want to talk a you want to talk a trope here? We could, yeah. So you know when you know when they do the classic. Oh, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna put an earpiece in. Okay, I'm gonna put an earpiece in, and you'll be hiding in the bushes outside. Okay. And you just you're gonna tell me what to say when you know when we start having a conversation because I'm gonna be I won't be able to think. Okay. And Nargaroth's like, okay. Well, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> great. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Nargaroth. All right. Hey Denise, I'm I'm so glad we could have lunch together. This is exciting. And then in the earpiece, black metal, black metal. <laughs> Craig, you're so funny. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh. Damn, Renee, I really thought I really thought you had to go in there for a second. That's actually the more believable version of those, where it's like you know, like any like the woman would have. Walked away like hours ago, but what? they they contrive the situation so that she stays. Although sometimes Nick, they say you know you get <laughs> you gotta neck them, you gotta neck them a little bit. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh, oh, it's so turned on right now. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> He's so assertive and kind of an asshole. He treats me with no respect. Oh. <laughs> I interrupted him. Excuse me. Oh. Excuse me, Nargaroth. Excuse uh, me, Nargaroth. Real quick. Well, the artist's name 
is Rene Wagner. And, you know, I've been calling him Nargoroth. Technically, the band is called Nargoroth, but he's the only one in the band. He said, he said in his interview that he is Nargoroth and Nargoroth is him. Just you know like what? the right. lesson he learned. So that's, Just like what? Like for this logic exam. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I am Nargoroth. To... If I am Nargoroth, then Nargoroth is me. Yeah. But this is this does not disprove that black metal is still Craig. That does not disprove it. No, no, no not. they can exist independently of each other and both be right. God, you know if that was how logic was taught to me in high school, I think I would have gotten it. I was I, I was getting into metal in high school, so like this would have helped make it click. You've been like, oh God, I... where was Nargaroth when I was struggling through math A B, trying to get it so that I didn't have to take math as a gen ed my first year of college. See you in like black metal math. Why wasn't that like learning software like on every Windows computer? <laughs> Nixon detention because he's like failing his math class. He's all bummed out. Oh, what's the matter, buddy? What's going on, Nargaroth? You know, <laughs> being there for you. Teach comes over. What's going on, sport? Huh? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get this logic down. I probably. That's what you needed, Nick. You needed a Nargoroth Nargoroth teacher, man. Every every, every child needs a positive black metal role model in their life. And where was mine? That's how you end up on the street. That's how you end up in the woods. That's how (laughs) Tempo change. Oh, hey, we're mixing it up. But if you thought the lyrics would change along with it. Nope. stubbed his toe while recording that part. I'm looking through the lyrics, but, you know, it's very hard to tell where we are in the song based on the lyrics. Uh, We're either at the part where he says, black, black metal is war, fuck metal is at war, black metal. Or it's the part where he says, black, black metal is war, black fucking metal is war, black metal is war. Or it's the part where he says, war, you anchor, it's war, black metal is war, you anchor, war. Technically, those are three different verses. I think it's the last one that you think he said war you anchor it's war black metal is war you anchor war. Yes. Okay. So uh, I think that's because I heard some I was like that is a different word. Just one of them anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Screw Duolingo. I'm learning German based on Nargaroth. (laughs) I want that to be a Duolingo option. (laughs) The little head pops up. Black metal is Krieg. You just earned three lingots. If you could make that little owl like have corpse paint, I would so use all my lingots to do that. Yes. I swear to God, he just said black da 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 da, and then you get it. I said yeah. it a hundred times. Black da da da. He literally just says etc. etc. <laughs> Two, one, two, three, four. 
Or he's got a hairball, one of the two. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you own a cat, you've ever heard that. Wait, a smoker's coffee got there, Nagara. Nagara, I told you, you gotta cut it down to one pack a day. Fuck yeah! I wanna see, like, a, um, like a, oh god. Like a full house style sitcom with like a laugh track and it's just Nargaroth. Just like going through his daily life. Fuck you! I can't go on anymore. <laughs> I see a few some blood drops coming out of your eyeballs there, Nick. <laughs> so brutal. So. <laughs> but just so you, the listener, don't feel like you've been deprived of some important parts of the song, I'll say what the last lyrics of the song are. War. Fuck you. War. It is war. Black metal is war. War. You anchor. It's war. War. Black metal is war. And that's where the song ends. All right. Now, I'm going <laughs> to... You're going to what? Well, no. That... that uh, just out of morbid curiosity, because I heard a little bit of this, but uh, a recommended video is Nargoroth's song, Eric, May You Rape the Angels. And I just want to hear a little bit of what this tribute sounds like. It's like a Zumba class. All right, all right, folks. And pour the blood. And pour the blood from the skies. All right, all right. And stab, and stab, and stab, and stab. And raise that inverted cross. Raise that inverted cross. <laughs> oh, no, no, just something I love about just like the course of song being Eric, Eric, may you reap the. Jesus Christ. I want to make a parody version of this. Yes. That is, Eric, may you make love with the angels. And Eric, I- may you have consensual <laughs> sex with the angels because this is 2017 and that shit doesn't fly anymore. And I want there to be like a, a, a verse where he's growling about, you know, being nice and giving a reach around, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> this, this is almost... Nargaroth Nar- is basically, I would almost argue, committing... Um, character assassination because i don't really know anything about eric brooks gift but i don't i don't know if he's the kind of person who like consider like raping angels and for nargaroth to assume that that's what he would do like just honest to god imagine if you're the family of this 29 year old guy who committed suicide and someone wrote a tribute song that is hoping he's raping angels how would you feel Oh, man, dude. <laughs> Knowing that that song exists in the world. as How, how would I feel as Eric? Or no, as, as a the, family. As the family. As the family. Because uh, holy crap, it's gotta, it, it has to be such a tragedy to lose your son that young. And the fact that this guy wrote the song called Eric, specifically your deceased son, Eric, may you rape the angels. Don't you worry. Don't <laughs> Eric's my dad. Don't worry. You know where he's on a better place. Raping angels. That's right, folks. That's what he's doing. Dude, like... I, <laughs> family beats the shit out of Nargroth. <laughs> he 
He's like the Larry. He's like the black metal Larry the David. Black metal Larry David. <laughs> and like doing awkward shit at funerals. Like, oh. Jeez. <laughs> Dude, I'm so torn because like a part of me, you know, because it's not. So pretty, pretty, pretty Craig. Pretty Craig. Yeah. yeah. Pre- pretty darn Craig. Three Craigs out of five. Like I said, like like black metal is such like a specific subgenre that and that like I, I enjoy for some reason uh, that like I like I, I feel a part of me want, wanted to like do a show like what Steve does where Steve just picks his favorite music like I was tempted to do that like I was tempted to like find like a great classic song from like in the Nightside Eclipse album by Emperor um, but I mean Nargaroth it's just the pinnacle of like the self-seriousness combined with the ridiculousness that like black metal is really at the crossroads of. It's a fine line, isn't it? It is a fine line. <laughs> Nargroth is sitting right on it with his double bass pedal and his guitar Trash and his microphone can. and his bird shit. <laughs> his bird shit corpse paint. Uh, but that is enough Craig for me for one day. Um, I think I think we can we can definitively say black metal is Craig. I certainly, my mind's been open to it. Like I have, I have been. If I was on, if I was on the non-Craig side of black metal, yeah. I certainly yeah. am full Craig side. Yeah, I was on the Craig fence for a while, but my mind was open to being convinced otherwise. But hearing uh, five minutes of black metalist Craig has has swayed me. Mm, indeed, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for uh, tolerating that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on any podcast platform you want to listen to us on uh or you can listen to us at the and you can message us uh on any social media platform that you want we if you want us, if you message us we are the humans behind that page and we will respond to you you can shoot us a twitter message you can send us a message on facebook or you can email us at the report at gmail.com and you can follow my personal twitter page if you so desire uh at nick brigadier uh mr mike russell yeah, that, com. that's right that's right yeah we love hearing back feedback comments uh, your favorite worst death metal songs, uh, how you use or Bird black shit. metal <laughs> or black metal or the cannibal corpse is death metal. Nargroth <laughs> is black metal. Did I say death metal? You did. Oh my God. That's totally like... different subgenre. <laughs> Total blasphemy over here of the metal. It's totally different noise compared to this noise. We love hearing your favorite noise. Uh, <laughs> we are, or also how you will use a uh, bird ship for your makeup or other household uses. Um, also, yeah, MrMikeRussell.com. Uh, check it out. You can watch some videos or throw me an email. I don't know. It's great. It's cool yeah. stuff. Or- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can check out Stephen Trollinger at oh, Norman yes. Trollo on Twitter. And I believe in, uh, well, actually, at the time of this uh, episode will drop, uh, his show will be going on uh, here in New York City, In Love with the Arrow Collar Man. Um, he is playing a... Um, a, pr- a prominent role, actually. He's playing an actual historical figure. Huh. Yeah. Um, but I've never seen him act in a theatrical production, so I'm very excited to see the show. Well, I think the troll will be on a roll when he got the role. No doubt about it. I can't wait to see him either. Uh, yeah, so the best way to check that out, if you go to Facebook and uh, look for In Love with the Arrow Collar Man, they have a link to buying tickets, the location, uh, so you can check all those details out there. Uh, But in the meantime, I think that's it for us here. Uh, Thank you very much for listening again. I am Nick Brigadier. I am Mike Russell. And stay true cult. Fuck you! (laughs)